Two, one. What's going on, Kenfo? Welcome back, Key to the City Podcast. It's your country cousin, Keone G, and we are back, man. Episode 44, still rolling along. We only have two more episodes left in season two. Can y'all believe it? It's definitely been one of the most challenging years, although it's only my second year, but it's definitely been a challenging year with COVID and not being able to do most of my interviews in person, which I love because I'm able to you know, feel the energy that y'all bring into the studio. But hey, you got to do what you got to do and adapt, right? So uh, speaking of episode 44, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting thus far and uh, whatever form it may be, liking, sharing, commenting, uh, spreading by word of mouth. We showed and appreciate it. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And uh, I definitely want to thank my last guest on episode 43, we had that boy Big Zay Mac in the building with us. And uh, I really enjoyed that interview. I was outside, you know, in a different element. And uh, we kind of took it back to the old uh, MTV rap days. You know, we just out walking and doing an interview like that. So y'all definitely support Big Zay Mac. He doing this thing straight out of Columbus, Mississippi. You did that. And uh, just like the episode with Big Zay Mac. Today's episode is no different. We're still hitting you in your head with quality content and quality guests. And uh, definitely honored and proud to be speaking with this young lady. We connected via social media a few months back, probably like around the end of 2020. And uh, I'm always keeping up with her page, see what she has going on. She's definitely a hustler, for real, though. She's the <laughs> owner and founder of Tiger Eyes 360 Media Group. You know, and basically they perform such services, brand strategy and media relations. Uh, so definitely, if you're trying to get your brand out there, she's the one that you need to link up with. Not only um, just Tiger Eyes Media, other entities as well, as far as black men worldwide. Hey, this is one of the most avid supporters of black men on my social timeline. I got to say that. So I definitely give a props for that. You know, we be getting crucified. Yeah, she, yeah, come, <laughs> she come through and definitely represent. She also uh, hosts the Latanya Michelle Experience, as well as Out and About, Dang Thing Magazine, Prove okay. Magazine, and Tiger Eyes <laughs> TV. You hear me? So uh, forget what you think you know until you've <laughs> experienced it. You about to experience it right here. You dig that? Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city. Latanya Michelle, what's going on, Queen? I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank Can I you. Can I get an intro or what? I was like, yo, he did his research. He is ready. Yes, I ready. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for going? having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you. I know you're a busy lady, so uh, I definitely appreciate you taking time out your day. How's it going so far? Um, life is good. I'm in your town. Mm-hmm. I'm in um, life is good. Ace I had to town. Yeah, I can. I had to come here to do a panel for black men, so a uh, black authors uh, conference, and they brought me in to interview the black authors, the black male authors. So it was amazing. It's amazing. Mm. Life is good. I kind of want to talk about that. But before we get into that, uh, share with my kinfolk a little bit about uh, where you're originally from, what's your professional background, and uh, what led you to the media space. Wow. So I'm originally from Texarkana, Texas. Okay, let's get it straight. Wait, 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 wait. I was born in Texarkana, Texas, but my family's okay. from Texarkana, Arkansas. So, you know, it's a twin city. Right. And you you yeah. know how that works. So, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I'm originally from there. My dad was Air Force, so okay. I only lived there till I was five, and then I traveled all over the world, Spain, Japan, all those nice places. Wow. Um, eventually, um, I end up going in the military myself, so I have altogether probably a total of 15 years in the military Air Force. Salute. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I call Washington, D.C. area the DMV home because I lived there for so long. And probably within the last five years, I moved to Atlanta to take a chance. I left the government, the secured clearance, the six figure job and everything wow. it was on my nerves to take a chance on myself and do the things that I'm passionate about. And I now reside in Atlanta, Georgia, doing my own thing. Love it. And I love to hear stories like that. When people leave what's considered, you know, stable jobs and, you know, a great salary. But are you happy? That's the thing. And uh, I battle with that myself, have for a while. And I've been on both sides, both simultaneously. You know, so I definitely understand. Um, You mentioned previously that you're in town for a black male male conference. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little more about that. As I mentioned in the intro, you know, you're a major advocate for us brothers and we sure appreciate it. Um, so one, what inspired you before we get into the conference? What inspired you to have our back so much? You know, you know, what's interesting. I have a couple of different reasons from the inspiration. One being my son, who's now 31 years old and uh, he's a he's a married father of two sons and. Me and his dad was married and we got a divorce when he was 12. And mm-hmm. um, I put my th- son through a lot because my ex-husband was abusive mm-hmm. and I stayed, I stayed for so long. And I woke up one day and um, I realized that I needed to save my son. I couldn't save myself because I didn't have the mentality, but I had to save my son. So I had to mm-hmm. show him a total different life and try to remove all the hurt and pain that I put him through. And more importantly, to, to break a curse because. If I'm the most important woman in his life and he saw me getting beat, if I wouldn't have stopped it, he would have become an abuser himself. Mm. So I had to break those chains and and change some things and stuff. So it started off with him. Um, he's my biggest motivation, him and my two grandsons. But um, I, I just I just started seeing some things. I, I am one of those black women that most will never believe that all my pain, most of my broken things that has hurt me and tried to um stop me has come from black men period Mm. my real dad not being around getting fired from jobs because i wouldn't sleep with my boss there's so many different things but i i knew that it was important to i i don't want to be the one that point fingers i want to be the one that helps with the solution Mm. you know so if i have to be the one to throw in the peace flag and say listen y'all we need to fix this everybody is not the same we all need to take responsibility for our own actions and we need to come together because ain't nobody else coming to save us or help us, but each other. Facts. Facts. Mm -hmm. That's powerful for you to come from that background and still be, you know, encouraging and supportive of the black male. As you say, everybody's not the same and uh, Mm -hmm. shame on that brother. You make us look bad, man. (laughs) He's a better uh, man now. So let me give him credit for that. Okay. Okay. I've been divorced since 2002 and me and my ex-husband are now really cool and he's a better man and he's, you know, he dealt with his own inner stuff and I don't know if he's still, (laughs) but I don't see that. So he's a better man. So I got to give you credit. I got to give him credit for that. And him and my son have a really good relationship. So he redeemed himself. All right. I take my shame back, brother. Shout out. He did. (laughs) So how did, um, 
you get contacted for this uh, male conference here in Texas? Well, so the creator, his name is Nico Too Good, is also, is a good friend of mine who um, actually is a publicist. He lives here in Houston, but he used to live in Atlanta. And so mm-hmm. he's watched my growth with the black men and um, black men worldwide and stuff. And he knows my passion and stuff. And so he was like, listen, I need you to be on the panel to talk to the men because you know what to do. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about one of my the best gifts that I do, I think that I do have when it comes to my talent with dealing with black men is I know how to tap into y'all spirits. Because mm. you're going to instantly trust me because you know that I'm not here to hurt you. And I'm mm. going to always be your safe space because that's just I, I don't necessarily it's saying it's me. I just think that's probably one of my spiritual gifts. Mm. So I changed the whole atmosphere of the room with black men and I and, and people can't do anything but respect y'all. Facts. And um, like what type of topics are you speaking on as far so, as the tips and resources you can give? So. Um, this past Saturday, I was talked to two authors and both of them had wrote fictional books, which is interesting. Um, one's name is Kim Ken Gordon and the other one was Darnell, Virginia. And they both had wrote books. Mm-hmm. One talked about his experience in the military and the other one, he, his is more of a spiritual book. And he used Lucifer as a character and Jesus as a regular character, like I guess like regular homeboys and stuff. But okay. both books was about healing. So, you know, we talked about their books, but then we talked, tapped into their experience and their hurt and their pain and their rejection and everything and stuff. And I, I'm going to ask questions. I ask questions to to trigger some things. You know what I mean? Because it's all with the trans. As long as you're transparent, the healing comes and other people mm-hmm. can still hear your healing and everybody wins. So have to be able to let it go. You have share, to, you have to share your burden. Men are no different than women. You know, we all have our own hurt and our pain and stuff. And it's okay for women to, to, to release. And, and it's, you know, we can pat them on the back. Why can't we do it for the men? Right. Right. And usually the, well, the men that I know in my uh, experience, they hold on to a lot of emotion. And once a major event triggers that emotion, like it just spills Mm -hmm. out. They say the, things they might regret, do things they might regret. So constantly having a consistent outlet uh, is definitely important. Um, What do you think about brothers like And knowing that people respect you and that's going to, it's going to be a safe spot for them too. That, that helps too. Facts. Uh, What do you think about brothers like Derek Jackson? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I don't think Derek Jackson is any different than any other man. You know, he's not done anything different that a lot of men don't do. It just so happens. Derek is. So I had a problem with Derek on a, for a personal issue because I tried to interview him one time and he was very rude. So it's okay. kind of hard for me to answer this question. So even before any of this came out, it was like, boy, move. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. And let's make sure I get this straight. I support good, positive brothers. I don't support all brothers. I support good, positive brothers who are not selfish and just about themselves and who's about the ultimate gain for the black family as a whole. So mm-hmm. let's make sure I clear that part. Up. Clear. Derek is a broken brother. He's a broken brother. He's been a broken brother. And until he, you know, become transparent and look and tap into himself, he's going to be a broken brother. No matter what he say, no matter what he does, you know, anybody who has to put down other people on a constant basis to make himself look good is an issue. 
Right, right, right. The problem. Yeah, so, no equality in this show. It was all none, none. Male, 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 male. You know, it comes to light. It always comes to light. Mm-hmm. So his just happened to come to light in public. I don't believe all of it. I think him and his wife is is scheming. Um, mm. Just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think he may be abusive. I think he may be a, a serious case of narcissism. But you know, oh, yeah. I could be wrong. This is just my opinions. But I, I think it's more of a scheme than anything. If you ask me, not saying that he, not saying that she doesn't go through stuff. But right, right. you become a prisoner. You know, once you become an abusive relationship, you become a prisoner, and you do anything to keep your part, your man until you can find the freedom to break away. So. Mm. Did y'all hear that key she just dropped? And um, yeah, man, that whole situation is <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And what's even more weird, and I'm going to leave it alone, is he did a segment about himself talking crazy. to third person. Man, you throw it off, bro. Because he's crazy. <laughs> Listen, that should tell if you. Don't, if nothing else makes sense, that one right there should tell you. And But, the, but guess what? The lady's still supporting. They're still listening. They still team Derek. Derek is going to, I don't care what nobody say. People tell me Tanya is not going to happen. He going to be a bestseller with that book. I don't care what nobody say because as much as we all have common sense, there's so many people who don't and they mm. need somebody to follow. Facts. You said a word then. I can't knock him. He definitely found a niche and ordered he the hell out of it. He did. I want to talk a little bit about uh Tiger Eyes 360 Media Group. Um <laughs> I'm trying to really almost pattern like my path or my lane. Take out the trying. Take out the trying. You are. I'm. Yes. Pattering. Yeah. Come on. Pattering my journey behind Tiger Eyes, so to speak. I like what you built, the platform. Um, I like all the other entities uh, that you established as well. And I kind of get caught up in this pity party. Uh, it's only me and I only got one person. I need a team. And I really just want to know how you built it and how you really establish your brand. Because if anybody scours your social media, uh, you're in photo ops with people that most people would kill to be around. So how did you do it? Um, First of all, I, I, I did most of it by myself. All your websites that you see, I designed it myself. The social mm. media, I do it myself. Um, mm. The booking, I do it myself. Um, mm-hmm. So never, never, ever, ever, when you make up that mind that you're going to do something, just go for it. And I mean, I do a lot of crying. So let me make sure I get that straight. You see my thing? I Understood. do a lot of crying. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of rejection, but I'm just determined. I'm just determined. So um, when you have no other option, you don't have no other job to run to or anything, you got to make it work. You're, you're, you're no plan B. You mm. don't have, you, I don't have a plan B. It's like, I'm going to win and there's nothing else to it. So um, I do have, I, my team is now building. I have a great assistant. Um, she's out of DC and she, she helps me with a lot of stuff. Um, administrative, another administrative person, but honestly, this is what I'm going to tell you what has helped me with everything. I'm good to people. I treat mm. everybody the same. Mm. Everybody swears I'm just this black man advocate. You're, I don't know if you're married or whatever. Your wife will see me and she'll love me too because mm. I treat everybody good. 
my goal in life is every time I experience somebody, and this is where the Latani Michelle experience comes from, I want to walk away from you, you feeling better about yourself. Not mm-hmm. necessarily about me, but I want you to make feel better about yourself. So that pays off and that wins. I, I win from that. Like people want to do for me. People want to bless me. And th- things just fall in my lap. So when I first came to Atlanta, I didn't have a plan. I just remember I was tired of going to work every day and not liking it. I wasn't even doing work. I, my last couple of years, I don't think I did work. I sat and I plotted, you know, mm-hmm. what I was going to do and stuff. And um, one of the one of my last jobs, I was on active duty orders. I was in the reserves. I was on the active duty orders with the military and my <laughs> commander basically messed me up completely. Like he basically agreed to do something to put me on orders for another period of time. And the last minute he canceled it. And so instead of fighting, I was like, screw that. I'm not going to fight you. This is just my opportunity to leave. And I left. Not only did I leave, but I also made sure I got my money from the military after I left. So every every month when I get my check, I think about him like, thank you, white man. But anyways, um, (laughs) um, so I ended up just taking a chance. I came to Georgia. I didn't even have a plan. I really didn't have a plan. I just had a savings and I got invited to a, a party, mm-hmm. um, a, 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 um, a lunch for media. I networked with those people. Then I found out about another event and the event was called Made Men. This was, I think, 2016. Yeah. And I went to an event. It was an event honoring black men. Do you know I made sure I talked to every last one of them black men? And I was like, hey, my name is Latanya Michelle, and I showcase black men for a living. Who can walk away from that? Right. I can't. They was like, what? <laughs> Who, like, <laughs> that right, that line right there got me in so many doors. Like, my name is Latanya Michelle, and I showcase black men for a living. They like, what? Mm-hmm. And then they start talking, and I know what I'm talking about. And it was just like, I said, so can I interview you? Can I schedule an appointment to interview you? So that's kind of how I got in the media, you know, mm-hmm. in Atlanta. I just started getting invited to events. And, and one thing that y'all have to understand, Atlanta is different from any other state or whatever, other than L.A. We got events all the time. Celebrities walk on the street. You go to the sports bar, you're going to probably be sitting next to a celebrity. So never look, at other people, never look at other people's stuff and be like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Anything, oh, okay. anything possible. All right. So, well, go ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I'm just one of those people. Like, I'm just blessed, and I'm not mm-hmm. scared of much. You know, I just, you know, I've had a conversation with Bill Clinton. So I listen. So yeah. I, I'm not. I am who I am, and I'm one of those people, and I do believe it's an honor to know me. So I'm just the celebrities. I feel like you think you're good. I'm good too. I'm going to make your mm-hmm. life. It works for me, but I'm, I'm sweet and I'm kind. I'm not rude. I'm not. You right. Know, right. So it works. What's the most difficult aspect of operating a media company? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of tedious work. I'm an introvert in real life. Mm. Um, so I'm only that social butterfly when I'm working. Um, most people are fake. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to get past that and you got to deal with that. It's hard when you're, when you are, you, you're drawn to good, positive energy. 
to have to be around fake people. That's hard. It's hard. Mm. Um, people use you for what you have mm. and not who you are. And it's just, you have to stay different. You have to stay different because everybody's doing the same thing. Just like you guys have built a name. You have built a name for your for your um, keys to the city. That's mm-hmm. that's major. And, but you think you have a thousand and one people that's doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. you have to, with any with anything, and that's why branding is so important. Do y'all really think that I want to be on social media all the time? I really don't. I don't oh, even like preach. social media. Man, me. <laughs> I don't even like social media, but I have to stay important, you know, because I have to make people fall in love with Tanya Michelle. So no matter what I do, they support me. Mm-hmm. Tanya Michelle, rather either I'm a creative person, so I like being by myself, designing people's websites. My clients don't even know it's me half the time. They think it's somebody on my team, but sometimes it's just me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this project and I'm going to do it. I don't even tell them that it's me and stuff, but they'd be like, oh, I love that website. They don't even know I did it. They think it's somebody on my team. But mm. that's my joy. That creativity that I'm I'm really more of a person in the background. And most people don't even know that. Wow. I want to know. How long did it take you before you started uh, or before you were able to monetize it? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> no, don't start off with that. No. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus. You know, I have to speak the truth. You know, I have two businesses. I also have the In Love Group. So the In Love Group caters to veterans. So I do disability claims for VA, for veterans, Mm -hmm. to get them their money from Uncle Sam's. That's how I make most of my money. Okay, okay, okay. And then I have personal clients. With Tiger Eyes, I have personal clients that I take care of their brand for them. Mm -hmm. That's how I make my money. But this media stuff, that's not, I don't make money. I don't make money off of that. You know, it's finally building, you know, I'm finally, I finally did the Tiger Eyes TV cause I'm tired of Facebook. I'm tired of all that stuff. And I just want my own ownership. I finally, I launch on Roku next month and everything. So I'll be bringing shows on and sponsors and stuff like that. So I'll be able to make money. But right now I don't make a lot of money from that. Um, the magazines I do when people buy ads and different things like that, but it's you have got to be creative. And and let me make sure you understand this. When you get excited and you start going to these events and you get invited to the movie premieres and, and all Essence, because I got invited to Essence two years ago and we did all the media. They gave us passes for everything, every single thing that you could think about going to. We had a pass to. But the thing about it is you had to pay for your own airlines and your cameraman's. Air, uh, airfare and the hotel for yourself and your cameraman and everything else like and people don't and you they didn't pay you for that they just gave you the passes so right 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 events you know so people have to understand like it's nice to go to these events it's nice to interview these people and it looks good but the truth is you gotta have some money somewhere because mm. you don't want to just show up with your camera I mean, your phone, you know, you don't want to just show up with your phone because that looks unprofessional. Like, I'm not going to, if I don't have my, if I don't have a photographer or videographer with me, I'm not going. You sure ain't lying, man. (laughs) Because I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm putting out more money than I'm actually generating. Right, right. So I have been thinking of various ways that I could uh, try to earn some revenue. Um, And you have to be smart. Like, I just, I, you know, 
when I when it comes to media, mm-hmm. people hire me to come do like their personal interviews or they come to the to come to their inter- events and they want me to interview like their guests and everything. And we uh, mm-hmm. make a video for it and stuff. Um, clients that's not entertainment, they pay. Okay. You know, so we yeah. do, we, we may do like, I'm about to launch something where we are going, I'm going to do kind of like a tour and I'm going to go to different cities and do promo interviews. So let's say it's me and you, but it's about you. You might not see me. We might just be seeing you and it looks documentary style and mm-hmm. I'm asking you questions and they can hear my voice, but they can only see you, but I it's going to be about your business. So mm-hmm. once once you once my team is done with it, it's a whole promo thing for you. Okay. Interesting. Key yeah. to the City podcast. We got the Queen Latanya Michelle in the building with us. Um, are you planning to get into short films, movies? That is, uh, so, interesting. <laughs> that is so interesting. Oh my gosh. I want to. But it can't. Well, it won't be anytime soon. You know what I discovered in Atlanta? I mean, in Houston this weekend is I need to pitch a show for black men. Mm. I need to pitch that show. So that's my next project. I mean, I, this is no use of hiding it. I mean, the other people can do it, but they're not going to do it like Latanya Michelle. So I, I this weekend was my confirmation is listen. You need to call in your favors. You need to get your the right cameraman involved and you need to get together. You need to get a reel together and you need to pitch because mm-hmm. these black men needs to be heard. You know what I mean? And they're not going to open up to everybody, but they'll open up to Latani Michelle. So let's get them the exposure that they need to do. Let's get them the respect that they need and let's do it. So. So I'm sitting here all weekend. I've been thinking about, okay, I need to find investors because I got to get the right cameras. I got to get the right crew. I can't do the cheap stuff. I can't just do anybody. Like I got to do it right. And mm-hmm. I have the person that I, ha- I already have the person who will look at it and who could get me in the door, but I can't just give him anything. Right. And I think I really do believe he's been waiting on me. Mm. We definitely need a project like that. Something that all black men can relate to. So yes. bring it to us, please. Yes, yes. Um, tell me a little bit about Dang Thang Magazine and Prove dang, Magazine. Dang, dang, dang. So, so like I said before, everybody thinks that I'm all about the black man, and right. I am. Don't get me wrong, but I started off as because my real, real love is black children. That's my okay. real, real love. So mm-hmm. I started. I had a program called Choices. Children have an opportunity to increase change and empower self. And I realized that these children were going home to nothing. We're, we're building them up. We're building them up. But they still don't have the, um, the examples at home or any of that stuff. So I was like, listen, we the, the Tyler Perry is taking care of the women. The women are going to Thanks. all these women empire things and stuff. Who's, who's, who's tapping into the fathers? Who's tapping into the men and stuff? And so that's how all of that started with the black men. That's okay. really how, you know. I'm watching Tyler Perry one day and I'm like, listen, because I was hating him for a second. But then I was like, you know what? He's not doing anything bad. He's telling real stories, believe it or not. But yeah. his his audience is for the women. I mean, you just had his audience is for black women. And I was like, well, let me be the Tyler Perry for black men. Let me tell their stories. So um, so people watched me fall in, watch 
my growth with black men and stuff. But I also, before that, I was a coach for anybody, especially women and stuff like that. And so the women start saying, yo, Tanya, you don't forgot about us. You forgot about us. When Prove Magazine came out, it was just because that's all black men. They was like, well, what about us? So that's where I came with Dang Thang. Dang Thang is all about confidence. Anybody can go in there, including black men, white people. It don't matter. As long as you got some confidence, we can put you in dang thing and stuff. And um, we're actually, matter of fact, we're about to release that this week online. And so I'm super excited about dang thing. I really am because I, I tapped into some people, some very interesting people with interesting stories. Um, and it's not just women, it's men too. And I think dang thing is going to be a healer. I think it's going to be a healer more than anything. So it's a digital mag. It is. Okay. For now. It is. Yeah, take that, check that out, man. The dang thing. I, I love the, the title on that. Yeah. What's the uh, the goals for Tiger Eyes 360 Media these last three quarters of the year? The last three quarters? Um, it needs to become a household name. Mm. It needs to be. You know, I stole instead of choices. Children have an opportunity to increase change and power itself is now constantly having opportunity to increase um, increase, I don't forgot, constantly have an opportunity to increase change and empower self. So everything that I do is all about empowerment. It's all about healing. And um, Black men worldwide has kind of taken over Tiger Eyes in so many different ways because mm-hmm. I'm all about Black men worldwide is a, a membership-based thing and it's all about building Black businesses, Black men businesses. Mm-hmm. So I, I combine Tiger Eyes and the Black men worldwide. So I have these Black men clients now and I'm pushing their business and I'm putting them out front and I'm about to hit like a big media run where I'm going to be talking to this, you know, different outlets and these Black men are going with me. I love that. If I'm going to talk, they're going to know about these Black men that's with me. And so uh, uh, <clears throat> uh Black men worldwide is all about black men and their businesses, their health and wellness. And then we have a um, connection, a, a dating love connection to connected to that, that caters to black men. Hmm. Hooking yeah. them up. Yes. I like that. With the right yeah. people, with the right people. So they don't right. have to do the work. Right. Hmm. So y'all better become, take advantage of that. I become the mother, the sister, the auntie. You ain't getting past these brothers until... <laughs> You oh, okay. So you like filter through them. You know, yes. See yes. Well. We, mm. are, we have the set up and everything. Yeah. Mm. Well, what if some of the women come through with a game plan of knowing how to act to get around those barriers? See. Well, first of all, well, first of all, there's nothing that's foul, foul proof. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Some yeah, of the yeah, brothers yeah, yeah. The, listen, because some of the brothers in the black men worldwide may not be all together. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right, I'm yeah. not responsible completely, but I'm going to do my <laughs> part. You know what I mean? But I, I, I really, I feel good about all of this. I feel, I feel because it's different. It's mm-hmm. different, and my heart is in it. Just saying, just saying. There's nothing that's about Tanya. Everything is about giving back and making a difference. You know what I mean? And right. and seeing people change and better themselves. I love it. You're so positive. <laughs> oh, I can be cut up. I'm a Scorpio. I'll cut you out in a heartbeat, too. I love it. 
Yeah, I love a, a woman that can do date, both. Listen, date me. I'm not an easy person to date either. So listen, listen. We, I'm good at my job. How about that? Ah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I got one more question for you. Um, and it's kind of relating to uh, my platform as well. You spoke about uh, establishing a website to kind of veer away from Facebook and Instagram. Uh, which I'm trying to do myself. Um, what do you think we need to do to kind of get people interested enough to leave those platforms? It's hard. They're addicted to it now to follow us over there. Is it just based on us creating a product that will make them want to follow us or I don't know. They, just We have to fall in love with y'all. Like I, so I'm going don't, don't listen. I'm not an expert because I'm going through the same thing. Um, yeah. I, the only difference is it's easy for me to establish the product. I mean, the platform, because I'm good at that. So that's already done. The mm-hmm. game plan now is to get people over there. Um, and you think it's going to be easy and it's not easy, but I tell anybody, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a brand strategist and I'm going to come up with all kinds of ideas and different things that make you different. But one of my main things I tell all my clients, never forget you are the brand. Your talk show is not the brand. Nothing's the brand. Mm. But you. Okay. So you have to get them to fall in love with you. People fall in love with you. They follow you. Mm. I don't care if you got to put on a sexy suit every time. Are you married? Yeah. Okay. I still don't care if you have to put a sexy suit on. All I sometimes, Put yeah. that suit on and post that picture. Put a put, put 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 stuff up there about you and your wife being romantic and y'all have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. include them in there. I'm, I will come up with a game plan where you, you slowly but surely make people fall in love with you where they just want more. And mm-hmm. honestly, people stay around longer when they start from the beginning because they get to watch your growth and they feel like they're a part of it. You're right. So You're right. It's so, all about social media. In my mind, as a, as a, as a branding person, I always tell my clients, you are the puppeteer and we are the puppets. Mm. Kevin Samuels, people are his puppets. He tells people how to say what to think about him and they fall for it. Mm-hmm. Derek Jackson was the same thing. And the ones that's his true puppets, they're still going to follow him. Thanks. That's all our role. That, that's all social media is for. We're supposed to tell people how to think about us. And they're mm. supposed to follow that. And there's people that will. So you want them to think a good image about you, you put out that good image. Yes, you might have to put your business out there a little, but it's got to be more than just you, you know, talking about your show. They got to, they got to, they want to, they got to be, you got to be relatable. Mm. They got to fall in love with you and have a crush on you just because of how you treat your wife. And you just got to be strong enough, man, not to fall for the mess that that comes with it. But I mean, you know, I, It's, I, I mean, it might sound crazy me telling you, but I'm a true brand. I'm a true strategist. I'm going yeah. to tell you like it is, you know. We need so, to hear that. Right, right. So especially with the black men, like, man, I can, I'm so freaking excited because, like, we just launched Black Men Worldwide in March, right? And so mm-hmm. my members, I didn't even think that I was going to get members. I got members from different states that I don't even know who they are. I personally don't, I don't even know how they found me or whatever and stuff, but I like have meetings scheduled this week, intro meetings with the people who's members. Um, 
And I'm so excited about building their businesses and bringing them together. The conferences that I'm about to put together, like next month, I'm going to do um, a virtual um, a virtual speaking thing. Just it's black men, you know, mm-hmm. and they're going to talk on we're going to have different topics every month. And then along with the black men worldwide, we have Prove Talk. I don't know if you saw that, but Prove Talk is just like TED Talk. Except mm. it's black men talking on any subject for 18 minutes. I love it. What's the uh, what's the meaning behind 18 minutes? Because that's the normal that's the normal talk time, normal TED, you know, yeah. for like TED talks and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. You done gave me so much knowledge today. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get for real. That's what I, I definitely... do. Listen, you know what? It's so crazy. I tell people like. You know, people were like, you're probably so expensive. I said, no, this is what you do. You go on my site, you book a strategy call. My strategy calls is $75 and and mm. it's $75 for an hour and you get me for an hour and we could talk about whatever you want. And I'm going to give you so many nuggets. I don't care what you get from it. I don't care if I gave you a whole month of stuff, whatever. The call is for me to help whoever I can, no matter what your feel is. I'll talk about social media. I'll talk about you know, your branding or the idea, you tell me, okay, I want to start a business. And you might not have it figured out by the time that one hour, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. Cause I'm, that's one of my great gifts too. I'm very creative. So after that, you don't ever have to reach back out to me again. If you don't want to be, you can take whatever I gave you and go with it. I don't mm-hmm. care because it's nothing that I want anyways. You know what I mean? That's right. for you. Or right. Some people will still, they'll get it together because they can't afford my fees, whatever the case may be. And they may call me back in three weeks and schedule schedule another appointment. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's always a way. If you really, 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 really want something, there's always a way. And there's always somebody out there that's going to help you. And we all need somebody's help. Facts. And that sounds like something I definitely... uh need to take advantage of as I head into my season three, because I kind of want to take it to another level. Right. I feel like I've done the trial and error part, got that out the way. Nice. See, we can do with this bad boy. Right. But uh, Queen, I thank you for stopping through, dropping all these keys on us. How can my audience keep up with you? Website, social media handles. There's (laughs) one right there on the screen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I would just tell you guys to go to tigerize.com, T Y G E R E Y E Z.com and scroll down the page and it has all my sites. Um, because I have a whole bunch of them tigerize.com, latanyamichelle.com. She gets it in. Oh, I get it in with the website. <laughs> and it's only because I love websites. I mean, listen, I they tell stories. So that's mm-hmm. my way of telling stories and people understand, you know, because. What you might want, somebody else don't want, but they can go to the other side and be like, oh, man, you know, so, you know, I just, it's a variety, kind of like a poly relationship. I'm a poly yeah. person. <laughs> All right. See, I'm going to have to steal that from you. <laughs> poly business. Brunch. Yeah, but yeah, you can follow me. Um, me personally is Latanya Michelle or Tiger Eyes 360. Okay. No doubt. Y'all definitely support this queen uh, here at Key to the City. We salute you. We applaud you for everything that you're doing. Uh, like you say, not only for black men, but everyone in general. And uh, just continue to stay positive and encouraged, even when you may be going through your own personal battles. Uh, that's definitely a skill in itself. So uh, let us we, pray. <laughs> yeah, amen. 
We said, Luja Queen, remember we love you here. Too. Remember that. Do not never think that. I like I said, I do a lot of crying. Mm-hmm. I, I I deal with self sabotage on a normal basis, and I have to fight it. So please understand that is the norm. Mm, okay, I might need to switch my smoking with crying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crying, crying <healed>. <laughs> Right, right, right. Well, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you, everybody that tuned into this episode. Y'all stay tuned. We got two more episodes left. Uh, y'all go follow and support this queen, Miss Latanya Michelle. I'm your folk, Keone G. You know where to find me. This has been another episode of Key to the City Podcast. Peace, love, and blessings. We out. Awesome. <laughs>